I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today we are talking about Planetarian, or also known as Planetarian, the reverie of a little planet, which was a random choice for this week. Uh, if you want to hear some of our pre-show thoughts and some other witty banter, feel free to go to patreon.com slash featured anime podcast. A dollar a month will get you access to bonus content and more. Or if you want to help support us through other means, you can also go to shop.featuredanimepodcast.com and buy yourself some swanky swag. Uh, we do stream live whenever we do our recordings and you are always welcome to join us. If you want to join us and hang out with us, you can go to twitch.tv slash featured anime podcast. You can also go and join our discord. And once you're on our discord, feel free to hang out with us and everything like that. We also give a ping every time we do go live on there. Uh, and if you want to help support us in another way and get yourself some nice, tasty treats, you can use our affiliate link for Tokyo Treats and use coupon code featured anime and save yourself $5 off that first box. And trust me, those treats are absolutely delicious. And remember, use our affiliate link with coupon code featured anime to get that uh, savings and it'll help support us and help us grow. And as always, you can always go to featuredanimepodcast.com to gain access to all the links and information and everything like that that is on there and uh, and figure out how you can reach out to us. And now on to the meat and potatoes. Planetarian uh, came out in 2016 of July and all the way through August two, uh, 2016. Uh, producer for it is Visual Arts. Studio for it is David Production. It's based off of a visual novel. Genres for it are drama and sci-fi, and it's five episodes long, with each episode ranging anywhere from 10 minutes to 24-ish minutes long. So it is a very short watch, very quick watch, and if you feel particularly emotional, uh, an emotional watch, like it was for Rick. Very much so. I so, felt like this event. Go ahead. Means. I felt like this was a really nice, compact um, show, and they did a really, really good job. I felt like they drew everybody in. The story wasn't bloated with anything not relevant, and yeah, we'll get into the more details, but I really liked it. Okay. Yeah, uh, this week's choice was actually really, really good. It was one that was well worth the watch, I feel. Uh, however, it was not a... Uh, it gives you a little bit of a background, gives you a little bit of a story. So the background that we kind of got was that someone had set off a, uh, a biohazard weapon in one area. And as a retaliation, uh, that nukes were set off in retaliation to it. And so basically humanity right now is struggling to survive and continue on. And our main character, one of our main characters uh, Kazuya, uh, Kuz, Kuzuya, 
is what's called a junker. It's basically someone who goes around plunders, you know, artifacts, goods, foods, things like that from the civilization that's collapsed. Uh, and it tends to be a, a dangerous job since they have to sneak into areas that are still technically protected by robots that were originally created for the protection of the people. Can't really do much against radiation and everything like that. It was just more so meant to prevent uh, raiders or foreign armies from being able to get in without any issue. And he ends up coming across a robot, Yumime. And Yumime had just woken up because she noticed that the electricity for her building had been dwindling. And it just so happened to coincide with when he arrived at her building. Now, by I don't know if it's by luck or if it was, I mean, obviously plot driven, what, you know, but it appears that there was somebody else who had met this, this robot before. Um, so I feel like he was sent there kind of, sort of, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Uh, and, and the reason why I, I say that is because she, she specifically stated that it had been 30 years since, since she woke, woken up mm-hmm. and but no, she was, she was up every year. No, but it's been 30 years since she had customers. It's It's been 30 years since she had woken up. Yeah. Well, if she had, so if the guy had been there, so let, let's phrase this, right? You said, oh, it's been 30 years since she had, had a customer, right? Yes. And it's I'm saying it's been 30 years since-, since she woke up, right? Yeah. Okay. I think that's what you're saying. The events that happened was 30 years ago, too. Correct. Yeah. The, so she was so shut she- down essentially okay so it's i i know what you're going for right the guy that that you're talking about who said oh Mm -hmm. avoid the robot because she never stops talking or whatever wouldn't matter it's not that even center there because it's been 30 years regardless um did you watch the sub or the dub subbed okay so i watched two episodes dubbed and then one or the, the rest of them subbed and in the, one of the first two episodes, I it, the dub clearly stated that she wakes up for. Um, I'm, I'm bypassing hours. the entire time flying in w- which we're doing it because at that point it becomes a. Well, the dub said this. Well, the sub said this. Doesn't matter. I'm saying it does. I'm I'm giving us both the timeline where it doesn't matter, right? I'm saying thirty years. You're saying thirty years. We're both talking about the old guy who uh-huh. ta- references her, and I'm saying. Okay. It doesn't matter because the events that happened was 30 years ago. So it doesn't matter. It's not like oh, he's sending okay. her there. It's she hasn't had anyone there for 30 years. Like regardless, gotcha. doesn't matter. Okay. So it's not like that guy. It, it's not like he ran into her and said, oh, you need to avoid her because if he was there or if she ran into him, right, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't have been the 30 year time period. That's what I, so that's where I think you and I are mixing up. I'm saying that the dub said that she's awake for two weeks out of every year. And you're saying that he hadn't been there since 30 years. I'm saying that he was there within that 30 year period and that she wouldn't shut up and that he left and she's still there. I'm saying she's active for two weeks out of every year. She goes into a deep sleep and charges for the remainder of the year. So she's only awake for a very particular time of the year. So the reason why she woke up was because that her systems had noticed the dwindling electricity, right? And if I want you to, I want you to listen to the words that, that you said, she hasn't had anyone there for 30 years, right? She hasn't had first customer she's had in 30 years, right? Yes. 29 something. Yes. Right. 
Okay. Yes. But yet he ran into her. Mm-hmm. In her mind, immediately he would become a customer. <sighs> I understand what you're sorry. I don't keep don't mean to keep hitting the mic. I understand what you're saying, and I just mm, mm, I find it difficult to to make that correlation because he remarks that oh I got lucky by being here while you're awake. If I would have missed the two weeks, you I would have never seen you. So I either way let let's let's move on from that because it's it's gonna right. we'll focus probably way too much on that. Right. Well, to help clarify what the anime said in subs is she has been asleep for thirty years. And then she woke up because she noticed some issues and problems that were happening with the electricity and her own batteries, so to speak. And that was the issue that she had had. Okay. So that's why I was saying, uh, that's why I was trying to move past the, well, in the sub, it clearly stated this. It's like, yeah, but they also changed verbiage in subs too, to help suit the words sinking to the mouth. You usually cut out, add in change to better suit the duration that's for there. Okay. I mean, like, can you tell me an instance where they never have ever done that? (laughs) No, they've they've usually done that. I I agree. Okay. So that's, that's why we're, that's why I was saying like, you know, you have the, you know, it's like, yeah, you're saying it's in, this is what they said in subs. It's like, or, or dubs dubs. Right. I'm saying this is what they said in dubs. I mean, like if we're going to go with what's more accurate, we're going to okay, say so in subs episode subs. two, three minutes, 40 seconds. Are you saying you're only operational for one week out of the entire year? I'm not saying that I'm operational for one week out of the year. No, no, that that's exactly what oh, they just said. Okay, okay. Three minutes, 40 seconds. So it's not two. even two weeks. It's one week. We're both wrong. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. But again, what I'm saying is in general, like if he had gone there, right? She would have seen him as a customer. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you're right. But that's kind of odd. Why would he be saying she never shuts up? Unless you're right. It, it's been basically 30 years. So that means he's one of the originals. Yes. They show a lot of people that were there too, like in the process for it. Okay. And that's what I that's what I was saying. It's like it doesn't matter like if 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 it's she's awake 6 months out of the year. Or she's not awake out of the entire duration of the year, or not at all, and this is just the first time that she wakes up, is that there's no way like he would have encountered her and her not actually counted it. Yeah, that makes sense, because she even counts the two that, well, there there was two kids that I didn't she, have enough uh, money that, to pay. And she, she admitted, yeah. Yeah, and she even did it. She She said, you're the first person that's here you're you're two what was it two million five hundred thousandth customer <laughs> yeah. or something like that it's like oh but that's a lie i'm sorry <laughs> it's like two two million some and eighty eh, eighty eight uh actually that's a lie because there was two <laughs> kids before that i ran into yeah. and they're blah 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 so so yeah that's why i'm saying it is is if she encountered someone she would count it because she even counted the people that didn't pay okay that's kind of interesting, though. The only thing that I can think of is that Homeboy had super hearing and he heard her like echoing through the building. <laughs> yeah. And well, that's she why always did, she always did call out hoping that someone would come in. Yeah, but she would also use the PA system and she would be like standing on top of the rooftop inside the closed building repeating the same thing. So it's not like she actually ventured out. Ooh. So he would have had to oh, gone up oh. there to be able to see it. 
Dude, how many ghost stories would have started with that? A lot. <laughs> That'd have been nuts. But digressing. Um, one of the coolest part about one of the coolest parts about this whole show is you, 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 Mimi, you, mommy. What, what's her name? You, Mimi, you, Mimi. Close enough. Um, the way that she reacts to everything to be to have that many different um, emotes, to have that many different unique responses. Well, just she's also a bargain robot. You need to remember that. Right? She kept referring to herself. Oh, I can't do this because I am a bargain robot. I'm sorry. It's like, bro, bargain robot that advanced in today's age. Hell yeah. yeah. One heck of a bargain. That's for damn sure. Um, yeah, no, just straight, beautiful, wonderfulness. Uh, they're able to walk around, able to do all that stuff. Having, I, they must have used some kind of AI or thought of some kind of AI in here because it was, Yumimi was able to articulate, I would assume, independent thought, which is kind of odd um, to say it like that. But what I mean is that the robot started to question its own uh, functionality. Like, they stated that there were so many people not showing up, I thought, oh, there must be something wrong with me. I'm going to run a self-diagnostic. And when I found nothing wrong, I thought there might be something wrong with the diagnostic. Yeah, I found that there was nothing wrong. Yeah, like, like, there must be an error in my system, because then if nothing's wrong, then why isn't it happening like this? And why is no one showing up? And why is this? Why is that? And this show did an amazing job of making you, at least making me, feel... Sorry, sympathy, pity, a mixture of many different sad and and and, and unfortunate feelings towards this inanimate creature, uh, this inanimate object. And as weird as it sounds, the I think the key to this show was how short it was. If it was long, I don't think that I would have had, even though I was resisting a a an attachment. Let's call it. I feel like if it was any longer they wouldn't have that they would have drawn something else out they would have brought the focus away from from the growing relationship the growing attachment to the robot okay so what you're saying is they played on true human emotion to help develop those attachments for you yeah yeah i mean yeah there's i wish there was something else i could say but you're right that they did exactly that there was basically a master class in a very short amount of time less than six hours Less than six hours of actual watch time, and... It's less than I was two already, hours of actual watch time. <laughs> less than two hours of actual watch time. I mean, like, and let's see I here. I was actually feeling attached to this cre- to this uh, robot. Right. Well... I was invested. The crowbot, you know, mixture between creature and robot. Fair enough. Um, I'm gonna say I didn't quite get the same feeling from you on it. Okay. Uh, largely because for me, it didn't, uh, it didn't quite, quite hit like that. Right. For me, it was more so it was like, it was a very touching story. It was a happy story, but however, it's like, this is a very bleak story and it's just my mind went, it's like, why not just figure out how to take her out of there right away? Cause you can see the value in her almost immediately. Yeah. Right. Rather than sit there and play at this whole thing. And that's kind of the thing that I got. Oh, well, I can make you another one or I could do this or I could do that or whatever else, you know? Well, I feel like what happened, the reason why he didn't immediately leave, he saw the electricity. 
And even though there was a trickling electrical supply to this unit, to this this building, um, I feel like, and this is, again, me feeling, um, he wanted to stay there because he had the ability to have electricity, which was a luxury, a safe place to sleep that was dry, that was, I imagine, climate-controlled. Like, um, for somebody running through deserts, hoping and praying for possibly poisoned water, that it was heaven, a safe haven, so to speak. And so he wanted to stay there as long as possible. Well, it's not and, that he wanted to stay there as long as possible. I feel like he kind of like had a obligation because he had no food there. He barely had any. He he kept yeah, wanting to leave to go find food. It's just he didn't really want to leave. You know, he yeah. was comfortable. And so when you're when you're in that moment when you're trying to to uh basically survive, right? And you're finally somewhere comfortable, it's like, yeah, this is comfortable. I really don't want to leave. However, you have to think about it rationally when you're in that point. Because when he first walks in, I mean like the dude already had his gun out and then he finally got used to comfortable around her within the first episode, right? First day. Mm-hmm. Um but then he's eating, you know, he's eating what little rations he has left. Like your instinct yeah. is to finish rummaging through the entire building, not stay in one spot looking for food. Now, granted, we don't know if he did that already or not, but it's it's a, a massive loss if he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he would have taken the first day or two to look through. Like, oh yeah, we have alcohol on floor six. We got stuff on floor two. Yeah, he'd be a fool if he didn't try going through the entire place. And I'm pretty sure he is a fool because I don't think he did. Do you think he just assumed everything was trashed? Yeah. That's unfortunate, because later you find that there's fairly good scotch that uh, just was sitting in a bottle, and then he starts drinking it after it opened, and then you get flashbacks to, I'm going to assume someone who was his mentor talking yeah, to him. Yeah, I would assume so, honestly, but but again, you know, I mean, like, that mentor kind of pops up in his head a couple of times, too, right? It's like where he remembers it. And the reason why I say I don't think he goes through the whole building is because, like, think about it. He's he's basically there three, four days, right? Maximum, right? Uh, Yeah. And the majority of the time, right, the first day that he is there, he he's there pretty late. And so she ends up passing out because it's midnight, right? And she goes into mm-hmm. battery saver operation. Yeah, from midnight to nine. Which right. is kind of late in my mind. Right. No one's going to be there at midnight. And so when they go through and and so basically around that time, he's like, all right, fine. And then he ends up going to sleep at the exact same time, roughly, because it's already so late. And he doesn't want to encounter, have a chance to encounter or run into the robots in the middle of the night. I guess I can see where you're talking about that. Well, would there be any robots in the building? Because I've noticed that the, they, they don't enter buildings. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I know that. In, so in the very first episode, the reason he's so he's running from these these robots that are really horrible shots. Like I don't know if the bullets are bent or whatever. Like they, they can't shoot this guy to save their life. So those um, robots, I didn't even see them shoot at him. They were just chasing him. I thought I saw them fire at him a few times. No, I'm saying I don't remember it because he was uh, just running. I mean, like they were running after him, chasing after him the whole time. And now, although. If they were firing, they were probably just taking a pot shot at him, and that's it. But mm-hmm. it would just go back to what he said about that large one, right? The large one that that wasn't basically firing a whole bunch of needless 
ammo at him. He's like, oh, so it's conserving its weapon, its ammunition. Although it was kind of funny, like almost immediately after that, it 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 ceased conserving ammunition. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he said it go rounds the back and then takes the uh, takes the rear and then fires. Basically, trying to very simple and simplistic tactics to gain sight to to gain a foothold onto yeah um, the enemy. Mm-hmm. Let's call it yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred, a hundred percent. And so, I mean, like when you start looking at it like that, it's like uh, they could, they, they, they probably those little ones were probably just really, 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 really low on ammunition, and they're like, we want to make sure, we want for sure, we want a sure shot. That's what we want. Yeah. You know, well, is, actually, is, so looking at what you're talking about, yeah, they didn't have any munitions at all. Um, I have no idea why he was running from them. I mean, um, maybe they planned on beating him to death, or capturing him with yeah, you know, whatever. But again, I mean, like if they're going to capture him, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to like use what anchors, wire, or something like that. Yeah, some kind of um, cable. Yeah, cable. I was going to say grappling hook of some kind. Right, which they uh, could have shot at him at any point in time. Yeah. True, but he so, was doing, he was yarning around corners and whatnot, and I assume... Yeah, but they had a strong uh, beat on him. I mean, like, they're robots. Yeah. These are the <laughs> droids. You know, these, these droids. The droids you're looking for. Exactly. Um, one of the things that got me confused was, you saw him in the very first episode, as he's running away from these robots, drop a satchel full of food. And a gun. Yeah. And a gun. It, Go back for it. Exactly. Right? And that's the other thing, too, right, that I had a problem with is... He he drops it. They go past it. He could wait till they're gone, then sneak past. It's it's. He didn't run that far away from it. He could sneak yeah. back to where it was, grab all that food and ammunition, mm-hmm. because he says that their explicit purpose was to find ammunition, artifacts, and food. Unopened food, booze, mm-hmm. alcohol doesn't matter what it is. He could have gone back and grabbed it, and it been would have had a bunch. Of, but but then again, we would be. Removing one key aspect. True. Plot. Plot. Yeah. Plot. Because well, why yeah, would you go back for the food that is there when you see the robots are going the exact opposite direction to go get something valuable, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? Or plot. Oh, or plot. I know that there's a an entire stash of food that I just dropped right there. I'm going to yeah, search this building instead and go upstairs to the to the roof. I'm going to go to the very top floor. First of all, I'm not going to go anywhere else. I'm just going to go straight to the roof because uh, that's what I want to do as a plot. So the thing that gets me is uh, the reason he ran to the planetarium is he thought it was a military installation. He thought it was a military building, yes. which is why it still had electricity. You think he was, you think he was looking for not only food, but like guns as well? Because he had uh, a noob yeah. tube with him. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know about you, but if you left. I assume it was a semi-automatic because he was using it as such, uh, and he was not conserving bullets at all, and he was a kind of a crap shot. Well, um, he doesn't have any real formal military training. Um, but he, and, he's got and, deadly accuracy with a noob tube. With a, For those who don't know, Rick no. is using sling for grenade launcher. All right? So... And we're not going to go into the specifics of the weapons or anything like that. No, he was, he was using a, a, a gun. Yeah, a grenade a, launcher. And he was using a grenade launcher. He, they were both independent weapons. 
in and of themselves. It's not yeah, like they, he they it broke off and then he just immediately made <laughs> shift a grenade launcher out of it. No, hey, no, it's <laughs> no. Um, they talk about other like mines and whatnot and people sabotaging other people and how you can st- I, one one of the memories that he was having of the old man is oh yeah I could step on a mine but and survive the explosion because it's only when you release and walk away I, I would imagine but then he's like it's the booby traps you got to look out for because he went over and picked up a bottle of wine or something like that and it caused a an explosion that I assume killed him that was the last memory we've got of him so could have been a dad could have been not who knows. Yeah, I know, but it's not the primary focal point of the story. Well, no, it's not the primary focal point, but it it does lend credence as to why he's so, our protagonist is so cautious about everything. Oh yeah, no, I mean, of course, the the biggest thing is is like who would, aside from other junkers, maybe, um, or other other humans. I mean, like I don't think robots would exactly go through and and create booby traps. You know. The robots wouldn't. It would be like other humans that would do it. Still, that's that's a pretty bad way to go. You know what I mean? Because there's really no gain, at least no immediate knowable gain. Well, the most immediate knowable gain is less competition for the finite of resources. I guess. Well, think about it. You're in a dwindling human population where f- resources are finite. You're competing with other people where they are also trying to get those exact same finite resources to survive and live off of. For their communities mm-hmm. or wherever. Kind of makes you wonder, what happened to all the animals, the pets, things like that? Biohazard and radiation. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. Jeez. Well, if it's a biohazard, how come the rain is drinkable? It's not. He's filtering it. Oh, that's what the cap was. Yes. That's why it was slowly dripping in there. He was filtering it so that way it can be drank. Hmm. <laughs> and then you mean he's like... I can steam it for you. I can make tea. It's one of my specialties. And in my head, I'm like, if water is such a rare commodity, I'm not about to try to waste any of it by steaming it away. Yeah. And then coffee. Well, he didn't, he didn't make it either. He, you know, she, does, no, he she doesn't understand. Like he drank it, drank the water that he had. Yeah. Still quite, quite an interesting concept to have a droid a robot like that with all of those capabilities be a base model. Imagine if the base model and, Bargain model, model, not base model. Bar- bargain, bargain model. model. She she said that numerous times. I am but a bargain model. I don't have these functions. I am but a humble bargain model. Like bro, bargain, bargain model, model with, with the with the concept of independent thought. Yeah, no joke. That's nuts. And That's with a massive with a massive database that that it still runs oh, off yeah. of too. It's like oh, imagine database plus. Reason mechanic plus like a whole bunch of like, just these are the droids you're looking for. These yeah, are the droids you're looking for. Seriously, these are the droids we're all looking for. Oh, that would be awesome. I would love a droid like that. <laughs> yeah, hey, could you come do this for me? Yes, of course. Woohoo! Chat GPT in a robot body. Hey, how do you do this? I'll do it for you. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Right. All right. Uh, honestly, I don't have too much more I can I can say on this. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I I would love to, because I I I like the story a lot. I encourage a lot of people. Like, there's really nobody I wouldn't say should watch it, unless you're depressed. But even then, it it's got a decent ending. And now that I know that it's got a movie, heck yeah, 
the fact that it continues on for a good it's got a good ending but i feel like with a movie it could just elaborate on such a good ending yeah so i'm hopeful yeah yeah no and and to be fair there is an after credits scene uh on episode five that does kind of lean into the movie what the movie's going to be about but that's about it so simple phrase simple phrase i look forward to it indeed all right um well with that sir on a scale of up to 10 how would you rate this (laughs) um in all honesty this is going to be a solid nine for me it's got amazing visuals the story is it leaves nothing you can't there's no fat to trim away to make the story better you know what i mean they hit on almost all of the major points that I was curious about. The music was wonderful. The storytelling was glorious. The planetary, there's a scene where he finally gets the planetarium up and running. And like, I've been to a planetarium before and it was very reminiscent to me. So I feel like it was very accurate to um, a type of show you would go see in a planetarium. And like whoever did this did their research. They were able to throw little cues in there that that made it more realistic, made it more personable than oh, I found a robot. And at the very, not the very end, but like in in the last episode, they did a very good job of solidifying everything of what the story could be about. You know what I mean? Of of what yeah. the real tragedy of humanity in this world is, and. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Solid nine. Okay. And and you? Uh, hmm. I'm gonna go with an eight. Uh, um, the reason oh. why I'm going with an eight is because uh, one this while the story was good, the animation was really really well. I feel like there was a lot of like ambiguity with it. So like there was like like I get it. However, some of the plot driven aspects of it didn't really mesh well with me. Also didn't really care for the fact that he left a whole bunch of food behind. And then he's like, Oh, I need to find food. It's like, Whoa, shocker. You didn't go back for your food. (laughs) Amazing. Um, so, I mean, like there was also numerous other buildings that were around and, and medical, medical supplies and everything like that, that he could have gone and, and grabbed and looked for at the exact same time while inside that one building, even if he was there trying to repair it or anything like that, he would have, you know, it's always the possibility for it. Right. Yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, that's, that's why I'm giving it an eight. So next week we're going to do the second one, uh, the, movie. or not the second one, but the, the movie, which is planetarian storyteller of the stars. <laughs> nice. All right. Nice. It does tie in very nicely. Right. So if you feel like we did too much justice, not enough justice. Plain old got everything wrong. Got something right. Who knows? Or anything like that. Just feel free to let us know. You can reach out to us at featuredanimepodcast.com. All our contact information for you is there. If you want to buy yourself uh, uh, some nice swanky swag, shop.featuredanimepodcast.com. If you want to go to... Uh, our Patreon, patreon.com slash featured anime podcast and subscribe a dollar a month will get you access to some bonus content, all of which is absolutely amazing. I promise you, we do have a pre-show post-show usually with every single episode. And if you want to get yourself some nice, delicious treats, be my Valentine is happening with Tokyo treats right now. And if you use our affiliate link for it, 
along with coupon code featured anime, you'll save $5 off that first box. And trust me, those treats are worth it. And until next time, I'm Jack. I'm Rick. And we'll see you next time. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.